Welcome to Connect to Joy. Your host, Carol DeShane, is an intuitive spiritual guide for practical matters and Marconic multidimensional energy practitioner. Her quest is to help you realize new possibilities, discover and release what holds you back, and enable you to manifest an inspired life filled with joy. Join us on this journey of transformation. Now, here's your host, Carol DeShane. Hello, beautiful spirits. Welcome to the show. I've been taking a break due to a change in my life, and I'm ready to get back to imparting my thoughts and whatever wisdom I may have accrued over the years. I'm not sure how often I'll be posting one, but I'm hoping for twice a month or maybe even every other week starting this coming year. But for now, let's get started. So let me ask you, are you someone who wants a better life? To be a better person? To have love in your life? To have more friends, a better job, more available money to do what you want, or even to make ends meet? What do you need to be happy? And how do you get from where you are to where you want to be? This particular episode is going to be about taking responsibility for everything in your life, Whether it's releasing the need to blame other people, God, or circumstances in general, you feel that you have no control over. You might say, but it isn't my fault. Someone did something. Someone said something. Something just happened, and it's no one person's fault. Or you might blame God for a particular circumstance in your life. Maybe you don't think you're one of those people who blames others for what happens to you, but you're saying... Oh, but I do know somebody who does. Maybe I'll listen for them. And that is totally cool. But you might find that this hits a little closer to home than what you may think. If so, it's okay. We all blame others from time to time and push off that responsibility. So just soak in whatever you need and leave the rest for now. Today I'm going to cover what makes us happy, what we need, how we shift blame and avoid responsibility, the pluses and minuses of giving away our responsibility, and believe me, there are a few pluses. Three ways to catch yourself when you start shifting the responsibility. Twelve techniques and strategies you can use to stay in your power. A guided meditation to draw in your power and lift your vibration. And then, if that wasn't enough, we'll just wrap the whole thing off. So what makes us happy? As a human, most people would like their health, food, shelter, clothing, a decent temperature to live in, companionship, love, financial comfort, or at least enough to get by, and maybe you have a few others for your list. For me, materially, I choose abundance, which includes perfect health, physically and and mentally, and I should include emotionally, probably, wonderful, loving friends, A beautiful home with great heat and air conditioning, which I mentioned because I just moved to a snow state. Never been in one for very long before. Comfortable clothes that look good on me. People to work for who appreciate me and pay me well. The ability to travel at least a couple of times a year, both financially and with someone who I love to travel with. Financial stability. And of course, food I enjoy eating. I also want to be a loving, giving person who cares about people. Someone easy to get along with. And spiritually, someone who connects to my highest source on a regular basis and and keeps my vibration up. And well, I could go on and on, but you get my drift. What do you want in your life? What makes it worth living? The more you look at what makes you happy, the more you'll come up with 
and the less you'll come up with. And what I mean by that is that you don't really need anything to make you happy. You simply choose happiness and go from there. If you can, everything is colored by that happiness. They used to call it seeing the world with rose-colored glasses, and people inferred it was a bad thing. But honestly, why is it? Seeing the world from a place of happiness can spread that happiness everywhere you go. Unless people just aren't ready to accept that vibration, you can really make a difference without particularly trying. The next thing I want to look at is how we shift responsibility away from ourselves and to other people, and why we do it. One easy thing to do is blame others. It's their fault. They did it to me. I didn't do anything. It's my parents' fault. It's my friend's fault. It's the people I've been in love with's fault. I had a horrible childhood. I had no control or responsibility because maybe someone died. I got laid off or fired. Someone attacked me. I got sick. All those things that seem to happen to us. How can we take responsibility for those things? And why should we want to? These are entirely your choices. But let me look at all the pluses and minuses of taking responsibility for your life and what happens in it. Shifting the blame for things that happen to us, to others, simply makes it not our fault. Which feels pretty good, right? It makes us feel right and maybe even superior. I didn't do it. I was right. They were wrong. And that feels pretty good sometimes. I won't lie. (laughs) By shifting the responsibility to other people and circumstances, or even God, nothing is our fault. And doesn't that relieve some of the guilt or the bad feelings that might come up? On the other hand, by letting go of responsibility and shifting to blame, we lose all of our power. If it's their fault, I had nothing to do with it, but I also couldn't control anything. It doesn't matter what I do, because I can't change anything if they, whoever they are, have power over me. My life is just floating along, and whatever happens, happens. And you might say, uh, hey, Carol, why in the world would I want to take responsibility for deaths of loved ones or sickness or or any other circumstance-related occurrence? And you may not want to. But personally, I believe we come here and are manifesting constantly. We have to be careful what we wish for, what we say, and even think, because lately, manifestation happens faster and faster. Don't even think, if I get sick, I won't have to do something, because sure enough, guess what'll happen? And as for the death of loved ones and that sort of thing, I do believe that we decide before coming to the planet this time around the types of things we'll go through agreements with others to help us or to help them, end cycles and break karma. So a lot of those things may be tough, but they could be fulfilling an agreement to help us or them move forward or to help both of us. Staying centered and in our power gives us the feeling we can be what we need to be to have the sort of life we want. And that's what I mean by taking responsibility for our life and our choices. So how do you catch yourself when you start shifting responsibility and maybe playing the blame game? Well, first, realize that you're going to feel probably a little self-righteous if you blame others. I know I do. 
If it's their fault, it's not yours. So tap into that feeling if you head in that direction and then shift what you're feeling and how you're approaching it. Second, you can feel people starting to pull away from you if you end up talking in circles. I know I've caught myself in the middle and even thought, what am I saying and why can't I shut up and stop talking about this? It's like an out-of-control merry-go-round until you hit the brakes. You just keep talking in circles and circles and, and unless you stop yourself. And sometimes that's hard to do. The third thing you can do is if you don't want to complain or blame others, you can ask someone you trust to very gently help you break the cycle when they notice you doing it. We might feel the need to complain a little just to blow off steam, and that's fine. But if you go on and on and on for quite a while, or keep bringing up the same person or circumstances over and over, this could help. Lord knows I have been there. Okay, let's look at the 12 techniques and strategies that you can use to stay in your power. Of course, there's prayer. One of the best ways to talk to God and get stuff out that might be festering inside. Ask why you're going through something if you want. Then make sure to listen both during and after prayer. We tend to say our peace and then ignore whatever messages we get. If you can attempt to stay in tune even after you say, Amen, you'll get a lot more answers to your prayers. Which is also why some sort of meditation, whether it's a walking one, a sitting still one, or a movement one, it can help you stay connected to your power. And a guided meditation like the one we'll do shortly can be a great way to release what isn't working and stay more aligned with your power. But... Just be sure if it's guided that you feel right about the person leading it and even about the music they use if they make use music. If you do find yourself slipping and you have a great big ball of annoyance or frustration in your belly or in your chest or wherever it might be, then journaling can be a great way to let go of stuff. Write it down. All the blame, the anger, the fear, whatever you're feeling, just start writing or typing and let it all out. Now, if you type it, Then print it out and burn the paper or burn the one you were handwriting on. It can release all of those feelings and all of a sudden you won't feel them anymore. But don't just type it on your computer and then delete it. It just doesn't have the same impact. But do be sure if you save what you're typing to delete it after you burn the paper copy so it's truly gone and not something you see later and you relive some of those feelings. Once they're gone, you don't need to relive them again. But I have heard the saying, don't bother complaining, which I really liked because honestly, complaining doesn't really get you anywhere in most instances. It just sort of wastes your energy. It it depletes you. Now note that I don't think mentioning to the waitstaff at a restaurant that your food is missing an item or cooked incorrectly is necessarily complaining. Complaining just really depends on how you do it and your tone of voice and your whole attitude. The next thing I wanted to mention is that I had a minister that every time she found herself saying something that she didn't want to come true or have more of, she'd say, cancel, cancel, cancel. And then she'd change the subject. She'd say it with a very determined voice. What we focus on magnifies and we can get a whole lot more. So if we get caught in the cycle of the blame game, We'll be given more things we don't like we can blame others on. Kind of the backwards manifesting law that we don't always look at. 
It's still manifesting. It's just that it's like the law of attraction. It works both ways. Whatever we focus on can magnify and be attracted to us. Both what we consider good and what we consider that we don't want or bad. An idea if you don't have the time to meditate or it just isn't your thing. Take a moment and put your hands on your heart and close your eyes and just breathe for a few minutes. It'll center and redirect your energy that's going in a direction that isn't serving you. It's also good just to do it when you first get up in the morning. It'll make you feel more centered and more connected. You can also establish boundaries. I'm talking about mental, physical, and emotional boundaries with people and situations. If you feel sick to your stomach when you speak to someone, or you look at the phone when you get a call from somebody, and caller ID is so handy, you may just not want to talk to them when you see their name, or you get sick again because you look at it and you go, oh my God. So look at why you feel that way. Is it a toxic environment? Can you remove yourself from the person or the situation or or at least take a few steps back if you can't completely step back? But take responsibility and put in place whatever boundaries you can for your peace of mind. The next one is to say yes to you. Don't always say no. If you want to eat something or go somewhere, don't just think about the money. Don't just think about how healthy it is for you. Think about what you feel like. If you want something, and especially if you're feeling down and you go, you know, I want that ice cream. I'm going to stop at Cold Stone. I don't know if you have that there, but oh my God. Listen to your intuition. The less you listen, the less you'll get information. That still small voice that people refer to doesn't have to be still or small. Sometimes it yells at us. And if we ignore it, It goes away and gets quieter and quieter. Staying connected makes a huge difference, but also act on it when you get that intuition. Don't ignore it. The next one's going to be hard for some people because I want you to realize it's not your job to save other people every single time. You might be going, ah, on this one. But do what you can if you feel you need to. But then let them go. We need to understand that everyone has their path, and it isn't always our path to travel with them the whole way. And this can be really tough to let go of, because we might feel we're abandoning someone, or giving up, or it's our responsibility to do something for them. You need to feel into the situation and do what feels right for you, and to you and your life. There may be ways to step back and yet still get them help. You need to feel into it. The next one is to pay extra attention to your body and your emotions. They'll tell you if you're heading in the right or the wrong direction for you at this point in time. If something feels bad or wrong in your body, if it has an aversion to someone or something, pay attention. But then don't ignore it again. Act on it. The last two are interconnected. Keep your vibration high. And you might say, uh, how? You may know already. Besides keeping with the meditation or prayer, if you have it, hang out with people that make you feel good. Look into a spiritual training or a teacher or a retreat that feels right to you. Don't go with anything that someone recommends 
But if you put out in the ethers, I want to go to a retreat or find a new teacher, when people start mentioning the same person or you start seeing the same name over and over again online and you've never heard of them before, pay attention. You honestly know who you should and shouldn't hang out with. Just tap into your feelings and whatever that vibration as you keep it high will tell you who is the right one to connect with. And the last one is speak to your higher self on a regular basis. It doesn't matter how or what it looks like. It doesn't have to be meditation. But stay connected and pay attention. Ask questions and feel into what feels right and what doesn't. We all have guides. We all have higher selves. God, Jesus, Buddha, Muhammad, whoever it is that you pray to or you talk to. The more connected you are, the easier you'll get answers and know if they feel right or not. And taking responsibility is so much easier when you feel like you have an inside story on what you're supposed to do. (laughs) Remember, this is your life. You get to decide what empowers you and what doesn't. If staying and discussing something with someone feels right, then stay. If walking away and not arguing or discussing something connects more with you, give yourself that power. Make that choice and take the responsibility for it. Let me go over just really quickly those 12 different techniques and ideas so you can stay in your power and continue to take responsibility for your life and your choices. So they are prayer, meditation, journaling, and then burning the paper. Focus on what you want. Hands on your heart and breathe into it. Establish boundaries. Say yes to you. Listen to your intuition. Realize you aren't responsible for other people and their choices, just yourself, and tap into that knowingness of what you can do, whether you should be there or not, to help these people. Pay attention to your body and emotions. Keep your vibration high. Stay connected to your higher self on a regular basis. And realize that what I mean by not being responsible for other people is that, yes, when you have children, you feel responsible, and you kind of are there baby, they're three, they're five, they're eight, they're whatever. But like they say, when you're on an airplane, you have to do your own oxygen first. Make sure you're in a good space and you're not going so far out of your comfort zone that you're injuring yourself because you feel responsible for someone else. Now I want to take you into that guided visualization. The goal with this one is to release any blame you may be directing at others, including God, and feeling that power and connection to your highest source. Feel free to come back to this visualization whenever you want, if you need to reconnect or release more people or situations. So let's get started. Make sure that you can, that you're comfortable, and that you can close your eyes. If you're driving or something, of course, I always say, "Eh, listen, but don't shift too much of your vibration so that you're not aware of what you're doing. Now, when you get comfortable, I want you to put both your hands on your heart. And just breathe. I want you to see your heart connected by maybe a flexible tube to your highest self, to God, or whatever and whomever feels right to you. Just breathe in and out until you feel really connected to that source, whatever that means. And command the clearest communication and that you'll understand anything that comes your way feeling safe at all times, and knowing that you're wrapped in a cocoon of safety and love during this. 
And now I want you to focus on any person or situation you want to work on that you blame for something, whether it's a person or God or whatever or whoever it may be. See that person on their path and how it intersects with yours. Feel all the guilt, the blame of yourself or them and any what we generally consider negative feelings that you may have. Feel it for a moment. But see that person being connected to their higher self and learning whatever they need to from the circumstance. See them surrounded in love and watch the negative feelings falling away so that only the love remains. Continue to see that falling away until that love is the only thing that remains. And now focus on you and let that person go. Feel the pulse of the energy that runs from your heart to your highest source. Feel love overflowing and filling every part of your being. Feel that connection. And release any remaining negative feelings when you think of that person that doesn't serve you. See them floating away if they haven't already. And see any of those negative feelings just dissipating. And allow peace to feel you. Anything something leaves, you have to fill it back up again. Fill your being with peace. And watch as power and love rush into your heart as your highest source says, (laughs) it's about time. Release that which doesn't serve you and embrace that which does. Focus on your heart and just go back to your breath. Breathing each moment. Breathing in the love and the peace and the power from your highest source. And as you feel yourself becoming more aware, I want you to feel your body becoming heavier, but still feeling your entire being filled with that power and that love. And then come back into your body completely, feeling that love and bringing it back with you, feeling that connection to Source strongly. Allow yourself to be wide awake, wide awake, wide awake. And once you settle into your body again, feel into it. How do you feel? Does that person still feel heavy, or do they seem either unimportant or distant, and the feelings that you were harboring are pretty much gone? This is a visualization that you can come back to over and over, but you can also just take that moment and put your hands on your heart and breathe, and then feel the connections. If information or ideas come to you in the next few days on how to get your power back, and how you can just take more responsibility for your choices in your life, Pay attention, and then put those ideas into action as best you can. Try not to fight the ideas. Allow them to come to you and see how you feel, and figure out why, if you do fight the information of, I should do this, I don't want to because, and you have all these excuses of why you can't do it. I'm champion excuse making. My mother called me the queen of excuses. When I was a kid, I I didn't do it, and I still do that sometimes. Oh, no, I can't do it because, oh, people wouldn't like me if I did. 
oh, well, that's my responsibility. I have to do it. Just pay attention and see what your excuses are that come up as to why your ideas cannot be put into action. Today, we've covered quite a bit on taking responsibility for our lives. We looked at what makes us happy, what we need, how we can shift blame and avoid responsibility, and the pluses and minuses of giving away our responsibility. We talked about three ways to catch ourselves when we shift responsibility or we start to do it. And 12 techniques and strategies that you can use to stay in your power. And of course, we just did the guided meditation to draw in your power and lift your vibration and release a person that you might be blaming. Now remember, this is your life and your choices on how you go through it. If you want to take responsibility, you'll find you feel happier and more empowered because you aren't depending on others to make you feel that way. If you can raise your vibration, stay connected and in a more now moment, you'll find that a lot of what and who bothered you in the past will simply release and fall by the wayside. And when that happens, let me say, it is so cool. It's like when you don't have pain anymore and you suddenly realize it a couple of days after it stops. Taking responsibility for your life and choices gives us back our power. And staying connected to source helps us make those choices in a clear and sometimes surprising way. It's really worth it. See what you can do to take more responsibility for your life. Thank you for joining me here today. If you'd like to know more about intuitive spiritual or life or business coaching with me or Marconic's multidimensional energy, please check out my website at connecttojoy.com. That's just like the show, connect the number two joy.com. And follow me on Instagram also at connecttojoy. And if you subscribe to my YouTube channel, you'll see a bunch of different YouTubes that have come up. And that's under my name, Carol Deshane. Until next time, be courageous and reach higher. Just take a breath and take a moment when you need it. Take it one step at a time on your journey. Get the help you need and get out there and find your joy because you deserve it. Thank you for listening to Connect to Joy. If you love the show, make sure you rate, review, and share this podcast. And subscribe so you never miss an episode. Contact the host, Carol DeShane, with questions and comments, ideas for future episodes, or if you would like to become a guest. And remember, transformation is a journey and not an end destination. So be kind to yourself, because you are already enough to have the joyful, limitless life that you desire.